Hey, happy birthday, George Orwell. June 25th is George Orwell's birthday. He was born in 1903, although weirdly Orwell Day is marked on January 21st. That is the anniversary of his death. He died in 1950. He is perhaps the most important author of the 20th century. I think you could make you could make that argument in terms of his influence and how he is still read and how his books still resonate. So, well, you know, what can we learn from the author of Animal Farm in 1984? So many of us read those books either in high school. My son's in grade seven. He just ran, he just read Animal Farm. And I was, you know, fortunate enough to be able to talk to him and, you know, explain to him it's more than just a story, a simple story about animals and, you know, power-hungry pigs. But 1984 keeps going back up the bestseller list. When Donald Trump was elected, it went up the bestseller list because the left was worried about authoritarian rule. When the insurrection of the Capitol happened, it went back up on the bestseller list because the right was worried about a clampdown from big government. Meanwhile, we throw around terms like Orwellian, everything's Orwellian, Big Brother's coming for us. Do we actually know what that term is? You know, Orwellian's been become the word of the moment, but in many ways, I think Orwell, Orwell would kind of hate that term. Terry Glavin is a journalist who writes for the Ottawa Citizen, the National Post, and McLean's Magazine. I'm pleased to welcome to the program. Welcome, Terry. Hi, how you doing? I'm, I'm real well. When I say the term Orwellian, what does that mean to you? Well, what it should mean is uh, writing that um, puts one in mind of George Orwell's work. But what it actually has come to mean is um, uh, it's a description of a state of affairs or a sort of a political uh, uh, phenomenon that uh, replicates in one way or another the totalitarian regime um, that occurs in Orwell's novel, 1984. Um, the, uh, the, the, rele- the relevance, of it's, it is odd, isn't it, the way uh, Orwell and 1984 sort of can be used for different purposes and pops up every once in a while um, as, uh, you know, book sales uh, sort of peak in strange periods and then fall away again. Uh, the interesting thing about 1984 was that he had a hard time getting it published. And I don't think more than a few hundred or maybe a few thousand copies sold in his lifetime. Um, and similarly with Animal Farm, he had to shop shop it around, you know, before getting uh, any publisher uh, to show any interest in it. Because it was, I hate this term, but I'm going to use it here, because it was politically incorrect. Um, it, uh, it was a parable, uh, as you know, uh, Animal Farm was, of uh, the Soviet, uh, the Russian Revolution, and uh, what Orwell would have considered the counter-revolution that produced Stalinism and so on. Um, one of the interesting things about Orwell is, uh, and is relevant to the present age, is, you know, in the rise of digital technologies, um, his his works were uh, translated and um, appeared in various internet archives. He may be 
he may be the first writer in the English language to have pretty well his entire oeuvre, his entire opus, everything he'd written, uh, translated and uh, into various languages um, and uh, appear in digital form. And it's because people behind the uh, what we used to call the Iron Curtain uh, in the 1980s, um, they uh, were just, you know, it, it, their appetite for Orwell was insatiable. In fact, there were people in uh, East Germany, uh, uh, dissidents in East Germany, who were convinced that George Orwell was actually an East German or a Russian, and he was describing <laughs> the, the system in which they'd lived. Um, but what, I what's think it? His, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I, what, what fascinates me about that and, and about how Orwell has been perceived is the sort of weaponization of his terms, you know, whether we talk about, you know, Big Brother or all the different terms that are in 1984. Can you address that, how it's being used from the left and from the right in, in different ways? Well, I think, you know, all of these uses to which Orwell is put often are perfectly reasonable. Um, some of them just don't understand Orwell at all. Uh, and uh, that's kind of understandable. A lot of people uh, imagine Orwell intended 1984 as a kind of a prophecy. He never intended 1984 as a prophecy at all. Uh, he was describing uh, the world around him. Um, and it, you know, it rang so true in his day uh, that uh, it's, it should not be, I think, a surprise to us that uh, the phenomena that he was describing, which is in the ascendant, by the way, in the 21st century, totalitarianism, democracy has been in retreat around the world for the last 16 years. The, you know, the emergence of uh, the reemergence of, of uh, Russian total authoritarianism, totalitarianism, the rise of communist China and so on. Um, that uh, it is it is astonishing. You can actually read it as a prophecy if you want, but that's not what what Orwell intended uh, in in writing it. What his 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 purpose was to show that sophisticated cultures, as we imagine them, like our own, uh, in the Anglosphere, you could say, are just as susceptible to the lure uh, of totalitarian uh, ideology as all of those cultures that we imagine to be sort of unsophisticated or backward or primitive. Mm. Um, he understood this from a very early age because, of course, sorry, are you there? Yep. Yeah, he, he, he was born in Motahari in India, and he served in the, uh, in the in police in, um, in Burma in the colonial administration. And he saw firsthand uh, the, the unsophisticated and primitive barbarism of uh, imperialist regimes. He got imperialism right. He got Stalinism right. He got fascism right. And but does, but does uh, you know, he never really profited much from it because, you know, he, he refused to conform to the ideological uh, etiquette of his time. And, and I think the second thing to note about Orwell is that um, his, his work and his, his, he's just a tremendous journalist. I think he's definitely the most uh, important and influential journalist, uh, you know, after his death. 
in the in the twentieth century. Um, the importance of his work, I think, in 1984 is that it was really about language. It was about the kind of language we use. Uh, it, it, the word, like what he would do, and I think this is something because I've taught this. In, I used to teach. Uh, I taught a course on Orwell at UVic, and I do a lecture every year on Orwell at Royal Roads, and I used to teach at UBC uh, long-form narrative journalism. And, and, and I think you can think of George Orwell as the, almost as the founder of that genre. Um, and and uh, the habit that he encouraged in writers to let the words shout back at you from the page when you type them. Look at what you've written, and you know, and ask yourself: Is it true? Um, and that that you know, he had a self-discipline that way, and an independence of thinking that I think is crucial in this day and age, um, because we're nowhere near as sophisticated as we imagine ourselves to be. Um, and um, you know, struggling through that, through language and words. Uh, words on a page, I think, is uh, the, the the discipline that Orwell uh, encouraged and cleaved to. And he was quite a character, by the way. Um, he uh, a lot of people don't understand about Orwell is you know they, I don't know how people sort of fa- imagine this kind of you know debonair English uh, journalist uh, with the sweet mustache to, uh, that that, the that great mustache. And indeed, he took a bullet in the throat uh, fighting Franco's fascists in Spain. Terry, um, we're, Terry, we're gonna. Yeah. I'm just out of time. We're oh. just gonna have to leave it there. But I'm uh, it's, sorry, you get me going on one. I'll never shut. I know. I'm. I've, <laughs> I totally understand, um, uh, and I do appreciate it. Thank you again, uh, Terry. I appreciate you. Okay. Well, on. happy birthday to to George Orwell. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Terry Glavin is a journalist with the Ottawa Citizen, the National Post, also writes for McLean's Magazine.